Welcome to the sixth episode of the Jim and Justin Breakdown. We are not stealing the theme music for Wheel of Fortune, but we are stealing their host, Pat Sajak. Thanks for joining us, Pat. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> How are you? Thanks for the time. Well, it's always a, uh, it's always a pleasure, as we like to say. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. Uh, one thing that, I, that Jim and I had talked about beforehand that I wanted to kind of run by, since we have all the generations basically represented on the line here, uh, is the pace of the game of baseball and how you've seen that change with things like instant replay, uh, the amount of times pitchers and catchers can meet on the mound. Uh, they've, they've experimented with things like play clocks and automatic umpires behind home plate in the minor leagues. Uh, what are your thoughts on all those types of improvements or maybe negative things to the game? Well, the, uh, I mean, pace of play is the way to say it because I, I, you know, I don't mind a long game as long as something's happening. I mean, take last night with the expanded rosters. I think the, I think the, the Red Sox used 10 pitchers last night, mm-hmm. uh, which, which takes some time. Uh, you know, somebody mentioned the other day, why does a manager have to come out to change a pitcher? Why can't he just <laughs> signal from the <laughs> dugout? You know, we don't have to go through it. And of course we know why he's buying time and all that kind of thing. Um, but I think part of the issue is just there are some rules on the book that aren't being enforced uh, in terms of uh, stepping out of the box and that sort of thing. Uh, and, you know, you know, if you just do that, there's another weird factor that someone mentioned to me that I hadn't thought about, and that is compared to 20 years ago, the time in between innings is longer. There's more commercial time, especially when the networks get involved in playoff time and all that. And um, uh, baseball is the only sport that includes – their downtime as part of the time of the game. So they have no control over that. If you have an extra minute between half innings and you multiply that by 18 half innings, you know, that's a lot of extra time where there's, it's commercials, but there's nothing baseball can do about it. I do think that the most ridiculous thing that they've done is the intentional walk thing, which saves you about 12 seconds every three days, you know. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm curious, Pat, from your from your experience background, is there a way though, you know, the, to you know, the, obviously the you know the length of the of the commercials, et cetera, you know, especially in a postseason, they get to be like another thirty minute, thirty seconds rather longer. Is there is there anything from your experience as you kind of see that part of it evolve, where where you think teams could monetize it without losing the revenues, but shorten up the time between innings? I, you know, I doubt that. It's, it's you know, it's a commercial-driven business as as most entertainment is. I don't think there's much you can do. But, but it is it is aggravating to see uh, you know to be there when the when the score is nine to three in the ninth inning and the manager is still matching up lefty righty, yeah. uh, and and changing three pitchers in the ninth inning. It does. But I don't know how you legislate that. I you know I I just you can't limit the number of times something can happen in a game because they happen for a reason. But 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 again, I think if you if you start enforcing the rules that are there in terms of time between pitches, in terms of of, of stepping out of the box and all that, uh, that'll help a lot. But uh, but I you know baseball is um, uh, unless it's one of those you know yesterday was eleven innings, what four hours, like four and a half hours, Orioles and, and Red Sox. Uh, that's sort of exasperating, but I, I don't hear, you know, I don't hear most fans clamoring for, you know, if, if well, if they'd only take ten minutes off the game, I'd go more often. I, right. I don't right. hear much of that. Sometimes I think the press makes more of it than the fans do. That's a good point. Let me ask you on, on instant replay. You a fan of the instant replay? The way we've kind of gone about it now, we've both. I mean, hard when you're sitting there at the game, you don't know necessarily yeah. what's going on. But how about when you're watching it on TV? Uh, you know, it's okay. I, I still, uh, uh, I still. It's frustrating as a fan when you know that in New York they're seeing things you're not seeing, and so they make a call that 
that goes against what your replays showed. So I think you need, I mean, I do think you need more transparency. What are they looking at? What are they seeing that we're not seeing? Uh, if you, I mean, if you're going to do it, at least make it make some sense because there are plays that get, get, get reversed or not reversed that that to your eye and to the replay's eye, slowing it down, that they've got it wrong still. Um, so I, I think I think you need to 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 make sure that everyone's seeing the same thing uh, uh, you're seeing. But you know, there must be a way to speed up the process, which is you know the umpires mosey to the sidelines and then they stick the the, the things on their heads and all that you know in new york they need to be looking at that stuff immediately right and if they start if they start you know if there's a close play uh they should start looking at it before even the manager challenges it and if the manager doesn't challenge no harm no foul but if if he does they're already 20 seconds into looking at it and we can get this thing done quicker yeah and i completely agree with you i have some stats here for you that you'll like through the first 130 games there's been 91 plays reviewed 42 were overturned. So 46% of plays, the call is being changed to the correct call. So I think it is improving the game, but the average time of the review is a minute and 36 seconds. So like you're saying, what else are they doing up there? They're not getting so many reviews that they don't have time to start looking at the play before it's challenged. So I agree with yeah, that. It just, it, it just should be routine. If there's, if there's a play that's too close for the, the eye to see clearly, then start looking at it. If the manager challenges, you're already, you're already halfway through, the, through figuring it out. Right, and then to the other point you made about we should see the same thing, that's what the NFL did. The fans now see the same video that the referees are looking at. And I'm really not sure why baseball didn't go to that right away. I suspect that they will eventually change that. Do you think that that'll be, that'll be something they do? Yeah, I, I think so, and I, and I think that, you know it, the replay thing. I, I think there was a, uh, a sort of a general feeling. I know, I know the umpires were sensitive to it in the beginning, and I think they're getting over that. And I and I think once replay has has been digested for a few years and we're comfortable with it, that that they'll it'll become more open, and and there'll be maybe more plays they can review. That's another thing. I mean, what what can review be reviewed and what can't be reviewed seems fairly arbitrary to me sometimes. So. Uh, it, it's all got to make sense, and it's if the idea is fairness, you can't. And that's another thing: you limit the limit the number of times it can happen. You well, well, I mean, a, a play that should review, be reviewed in the first inning should be reviewed. A play that re, should be reviewed in the fifth inning, you shouldn't have as a manager say, you know, I think he's wrong, but I can't challenge this because I want to save my challenge for later. That doesn't make any sense to me. So either either go whole hog. Or you right. forget it. I mean, if you're going to be, if you're going to be, try to be fair. Try to be fair for nine innings. Right. Sure. For sure. Hey, Pat, I'm I'm curious, Pat. With uh, obviously, uh, you know, you you follow two teams. Right? You're watching the Orioles Red Sox. You mentioned that earlier. You, you've been a long time uh, season ticket holder for the Orioles. Same as the Dodgers, right? I mean, season ticket holder for the Dodgers. I mean, I, let me let me ask you about the Dodgers. Now that uh, now that they're uh, they 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 beat up on the Mets and got themselves back on track. Do you feel a little bit better after after seeing that losing streak? Do you feel better about the team? You know that is the most baffling. That streak was the most baffling thing I've ever seen. I understand that when a team's on a record pace, it's unlikely they're going to keep that up, and you expect them to settle down. But you don't expect them to fall off a cliff. I I I, I to me that is inexplicable. What what happened to them? I know they were not as good as that amazing record. Indicated, but they certainly were not nearly as bad as that horrible stretch. Uh, but it's it's it, as you know, Jim. It's 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 baseball, and right. weird things like that happen. And there's no 
there's no spleen in them. But but I do think uh, yeah I, I do think the ship is right. It, look they've they're uh, they've got some roadblocks. They got some tough teams. I mean they've got to get past the Nationals at some point. They've got to get past the Cubs at some point. Uh, for all, and, and in the playoffs, especially that first round, it's you know the shorter the series, the more agonizing it is for the fans and the teams, and the and the better chance of 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 some upsetting thing happen. And that I mean that's why that play-in game is excruciating. You know, you play all season and there's one game. I think it's been I actually like it a lot. I think it's terrific. And that five-game series, once you get to seven games. It takes a few games for the tension to set in because there's enough room within seven games to have a, some back and forth and, and, and ups and downs and all that. But even five games, every game is so critical and, and anything can happen. So I, I, I think the Dodgers are okay, but it's certainly not a gimme. I mean, they've got a, they've got a long road ahead. Yeah, Pat, from an analytical perspective, I do not know what to make of this Dodgers team. I remember about three weeks ago I was telling Jim that I didn't think they were all that good, but I certainly didn't expect them to go on this kind of a streak. And I've got some interesting stats for you that as a Dodger fan, you'll enjoy. They're the only team in MLB history to win 15 out of 16 games and lose 15 out of 16 games in the same season. They're the first team since the 91 Mets to win and lose 10 straight games in a season. And if they win the World Series, they will have the longest losing streak of any World Series winner of all time. Well, yeah, and you know, number you, you know, those are numbers, and you can't quarrel with the fact that they happen. But you, that was that scenario was unpredictable, and right. you know, there's if there's no precedent for it, there's no precedent, and now there is. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's a real it's a real strange one. You know, both the teams you mentioned, Jim, the um, uh, the uh, uh, Dodgers and the Orioles have had, you know, uh, yeah. It's a really rough patch. I mean, the, the Orioles had that extended one from what May through July, basically, in which the, the starter staff pretty much imploded. And again, I who saw that? You know, who saw that coming? With with I mean, I knew I know their starting pitching was problematic, but who saw that kind of year from Tillman? Who saw that kind of right. falling off the cliff from Gosman, who is now pitched pretty well in the in the second half? So it's it's a strange game. I here's what we're reduced to as Orioles fans. I was on the phone with my son about 30 minutes ago, and we're going, okay, now if the Orioles win the remaining 11 games, you know, the, okay, we're saying the Twins can't win more than six, and the Angels can't win, so that's what we're reduced to right now. I know, that's frustrating, I know, it, it been watching it, you know, it was, was so frustrating to me was, when they get off to a 22-10 and 10 start to start yeah. the season, right, and and a nice little lead in the East, you're like, wow, all right, this is going to be an exceptional year, and then they go, flip-flop that and go 10-22, and 22. Like, like, that's almost unheard of, that's, that's almost the streak, like with the Dodgers, uh, you know, the, at least the bad streak. And so that's why you're, it, it got my attention. Like, oh man, the starting rotation maybe isn't going to be as good as we had hoped. No, and you know what? Again, no one expected it to be a stellar starting rotation. But you, but you start with the notion that you know Tillman's going to be fine. I mean, he's coming back from injury, but he'll he'll regain his form. And Gosman looked like he was ready to take the next step. So those two, you kind of said, okay, they're terrific. But boy, the rest of the Started, we're going to have to mix and match and do hope for the best and, and see what happens. Hope someone has a better year than we expect, and and it turned out to be those guys who were were as troubled as anyone else. So there, I mean, there was a period where it seemed like to Orioles fans, it seemed like every game it was six to nothing. They were down by the second inning, and by the third inning, the starter had thrown eighty five pitches. And uh, I mean, even last night, where or the other night when Obaldo pitched a uh, day before yesterday, when Obaldo pitched a, a really good game. For him, it was five innings, and he pitched well. Did he give up a run or none? I don't remember. But but he but he, you know he threw a hundred pitches. 
in a when he you know given up just one run. Uh, so I I don't know what that is. Um, I I can't tell you how many O two counts I've seen go to three and two, and then four foul balls and a walk. Uh, it's the the pitch count thing is amazing, and I I don't know I don't know as a team as a pitching coach what you do about that. And let, let me ask you one more Dodger question, Pat. Uh, uh, it, and when you look at that rotation, because like, we know in the postseason a lot of this comes down to pitching, right? And sure. and uh, you know the rotation last year, you know they had to go to Kershaw in, in the you know in the extra inning or or in relief. I don't know if they're going to have to do that, but is there one guy outside of Kershaw that you feel like is uh, the Dodgers need to depend on, you know, is it Darvish? Is it Hill? Is it Wood? I mean, well, what, what do you yeah, I mean, it's hard. To, it's, what you hope uh, is that, I mean, if I, some guys have had years better than expected, certainly Hill, for, for example, but, but uh, to me, Darvish is a big deal here. And, um, yeah, you know, he's been a bit of a disappointment and, but he's got it in him to pitch a couple of great games and all that's all it would take to do it. Um, but they, the, you know, pitching. You're right. Pitching is it. And if I were the other teams, the team I'd be worried about is the Nationals. I mean, I think they've got three of the top four ERA guys in the league. That kind of thing. So it's that's pretty scary too. So uh, and who knows? And, and and again, as you know, what happens is the unexpected. And some role players, some relief pitcher, some bench guy, some late call up guy comes in and does something heroic, and it ends up not being the star who carries the day. Right. Right. And and I'll finish with this, Pat. Uh, thank you for the time. Uh, the Orioles, uh, despite that eleven and zero, they're not probably going to go eleven and zero. So what are they? What are they going to? Well, I'll ask you. How about this instead? Because uh, we know they need pitching. Have you seen a little bit of this Austin Hayes kid? You like this? You like? Uh, this yeah, thing? I mean, you know, it's hard. I the the, the worst cliche in baseball now is the small sample size cliche, but. Um, uh, but certainly, based on uh, on his performance in the minors and what he's done, there's just there's just that kind of excitement. And whether you hope that's not a three week phenomenon, but I think he looks like he could be a fan favorite. And uh, you know, fans love that love the hustle and they they love the aggressiveness and and uh, you know they need it, they need some of that in their lineup. And uh, uh, that that would be that would be exciting. Now, don't discount the eleven and zero. <laughs> don't. don't I- com- don't completely discount it, Pat. I'm seeing it's, the the computer algorithms. The, the, the algorithms are giving the Orioles a 0.01 percent chance at making the playoffs. So there is hope. There is hope. Oh, Justin, Justin and his algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> Just a I, rain, rain on the party. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's it, I would say I would say it's it's highly unlikely. But you know they're going to hit the offseason saying what they did last year, which is we got to improve our starting pitching. Uh, but people also. Overlook because the starting pitching has been so tough this year. Uh, you know, there, there, other things have not been up to par. I mean, their offense has not been what people expected uh, individually and collectively. Their defense has been a little bit of a disappointment, which surprises me. I mean, they've 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 had some issues. They made some they some great fielders. They made some great plays, but but they've had some some miscues that are. Not typically Oriole baseball, so that they they have a lot of issues to address, and I don't uh, <laughs> I don't envy them uh, for what they have to do in the off season. <laughs> yeah, we don't either. Well, thank you so much for the time, Pat. It's been great having you on. Uh, hopefully, the Orioles improve next year. Uh, yeah, we'll hope so. And even so, it's a nice ballpark and it's fun. And I grew up as a Cub fan, so I'm used to losing. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 